Whether you are new to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is the place for the honest answers to your questions. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis on RadioMD.com. You've probably been hearing more and more about how important it is to take care of your gut. And a large way to do this is by taking your probiotics or eating foods that have probiotics in them. Well, what, how do they work? You know, I think, you know, I take my probiotics every day. I'm, I'm drinking a drink right now, a Kavita sparkling probiotic drink that I absolutely love. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm getting my probiotics, but let's look at the science behind them and what is going on. And here to do that with us is Desiree Nielsen, BSC. RD. She's a registered dietitian based in Vancouver, British Columbia. She runs a nutrition consulting practice with a focus on inflammation, digestion, and plant-centered diets. Hello there. So glad to have you, Desiree. Hello. So glad to be here. It's so nice. So you wrote a book, Unjunk Your Diet, How to Shop, Cook, and Eat to Flight Inflammation and Feel Better Forever. And our my co-host who's off today, Andrea, wrote Unjunk Your Junk Food. So I love that you're both from uh, both from Canada and you both have an unjunk in, in your title. I feel very strongly about unjunking your life. <laughs> yes, I do too. All right. So how do probiotics work, Desiree? Well, I think it's so interesting because we're at this phase where so many people know that probiotics are good for them and that they probably have something to do with the immune system, but people don't really understand what that means. And I think in order to kind of frame this properly, you need to realize that, you know, you have trillions of bacteria living in your digestive tract and they're not just passive riders. It's not that you're just holding on to them, but they're constantly communicating and cross-talking and interacting with their environment, which is you. And so it's it's kind of interesting because there's so much happening along the gut that's beyond nutrition. You know, it's not just about digesting and absorbing your nutrients, but you know, 80% of your immune activity is centered around the gut. But the gut is also a really important site for nervous system activity. You actually have more neurons or nerve message carrying cells within your gut than you do in your spinal cord. And so the bacteria that live in your gut are constantly interacting with all three of those systems. And that's why they have such an important role to play in human health. Oh, I see. That makes so much more sense. So what are the best way to get your probiotics? I mean, can you, I know food is a great way. I know there's wonderful supplements. Then how, how much do we really need? Well, you know, we're, you know, research is still working on, you know, what are the optimal delivery systems? Um, what are the best strains to have? And we're getting, you know, in the distant future, we'll be able to say, okay, well, your microbiome or your intestinal flora is X. And so probiotic Y is probably a great fit for you, but we're not quite there yet. So I think for the average person who's interested in probiotics, you know, there's really two big options. So fermented foods, um, which I'm a big fan of traditionally fermented foods like plain yogurts and kombuchas and kefirs, as opposed to those probiotic added foods, because they might not work as you expect them to. And then you have actual supplemental probiotics. And one of the biggest challenges with probiotics is that there's a lot of research out there that shows potential for probiotics. But what we have in the marketplace doesn't necessarily match up because it's really difficult to make a good quality, living, viable probiotic. And so, 
you really want to watch if you're looking for a probiotic, one that has actual clinical human trials to show that, hey, this probiotic we're selling really does work in people. We've submitted it to clinical trials and we can prove that it works. It's a really, it kind of separates the wheat from the chaff when you look at the marketplace of probiotics. But I also think people need to eat fermented foods on a daily basis. It's not an either or, it's a both and. Now, is that on the website, would you say, of a really good probiotic? It would actually say we have clinical studies that have been shown with humans versus, you know, so people actually know, or can you call the companies? Or what do you recommend for people who really want to know how good their probiotic is? Yeah, and I think it's an important dis- distinction to make because 100% of probiotics will say clinically proven or clinically tested. Um, but if you go to their website and they actually have links to real clinical trials, Um, That's really important. In Canada, we have this great, I mean, it's on the internet, so it's international, but there's this great uh, website called probioticchart.ca, and it's done by a third party. And what it does is it compiles all of the probiotics that have actual clinical research to support their use. And so if a probiotic's on there, you know the company actually did real clinical trials to show that it works. Oh, that's good. You know, I tend to be uh, the ones that you see like on the mainstream commercials, if you're watching TV, that I, I tend to think it's they're not as good. I know it might sound weird, but, you know, like the big, big corporations, I'm like, I don't know, you know, they're not refrigerated. I don't know how much research they did. I don't know if I'm just being biased, but do they need to be refrigerated? Am I being silly? <laughs> you know, they when it comes to how I buy my probiotics, it absolutely needs to be refrigerated because there are probiotics that are what we call shelf-stable, so you can have them at room temperature, but it's usually not for very long. And so if I go to a store and a probiotic is on the shelf, I have no idea if it's been there for a week or a year. And if it's been there a year, it's likely that those probiotics aren't alive and viable anymore. So I always look for a refrigerated probiotic in the store. And then, according to what the company tells me, if I can leave it on the counter at home, that's great. I see. Now, what about the long names, the lactobacillus and the bifidus and all the other names that I'm not going to even try to pronounce? What do we want to look for on the label? You know, um, a lot of research has been done on the gene, what we call the genus, so the grouping of bacteria called lactobacilli. They're the lactic acid producers, um, and that's part of how they work. So when probiotic bacteria produce acids, they lower the pH of the gut the acid level of the gut, which favors the growth of healthy bacteria over less healthy bacteria. So that's part of how probiotics work. Um, But even, you know, acidophilus, many people have heard of the term acidophilus. And so you have a lactobacillus acidophilus, but that's a whole species of bacteria. So like we say, human beings are a species and there's 7 billion individuals of us. Acidophilus is a species. So there's lots of different strains or individual bacteria under the acidophilus species. So it's sometimes less about, you know, choosing lactobacillus or choose a bifido uh, than it is choosing a probiotic that's proven to work. And that's really where the research comes in. Otherwise, all this other stuff is kind of theory and maybe it will work. But the research is what shows you that, yes, in fact, it does work. Well, to make it easy for everyone here at Naturally Savvy Radio, we love BioK Plus. So that's a definitely a, a great probiotic when you're when you're shopping for probiotics. You know, Desiree, I would love to know about how you got interested in a healthy lifestyle to begin with. 
Well, I'm a Vancouver Island girl, so, you know, I, I keep my, my Birkenstocks well hidden at home, but I really, I grew up in the health food store. Before I became a dietitian, I was a health food store girl, and, um, you know, the first uh, place I worked after I became a dietitian was back in the health food store. So, you know, I, I became a natural health because I read this uh, book called Eight Weeks to Optimal Health when I was a teenager, and I'd always wanted to be in healthcare. You know, perhaps as a physician, I'd never even thought about what a dietitian did at that point. Um, but the idea that health is not just the absence of disease, and the more I learned about nutrition and the absolute power of nutrition to help people, you know, not just feel good and energized today, but keep them well for decades to come, I became so passionate about how how just what you put on your plate, you know, as I say, it can change your metabolic fate. And, you know, taking care of yourself is a real, it's the ultimate act of self-love. And it makes you feel good. And when you feel good, the people around you feel good. And it's really one of the best things you can put out there into the world. Oh, I agree. Desiree, you're going to have to come back. I want you to talk about your book, Unjunk Your Diet, How to Shop, Cook, and Eat to Fight Inflammation and Feel Better Forever. You can learn more about Desiree by going to DesireeRD.com or BioKplus.com. So glad you listened to Naturally Savvy. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at YourRadioMD and at Naturally Savvy. Take your probiotics, take care, and stay well. 